Hi, this is Todd Adams. Welcome back to another installment <laughs> of Zen Parenting Radio. This is our sixth installment, sweetie. I know. This is our sixth show. Our sixth this is Kathy Adams. Show installment. We're happy to be here. Happy to be here. And I want to talk really quickly about our sponsor, Avid Company, Jeremy Craft. Um, he does painting and remodeling and additions in the Chicagoland area. If you're redoing your kitchen, give them a call. Or if you just need a wall painted. Yeah. I know I don't like to paint my own rooms. Yeah, you need a room painted, give Jeremy a call. You need your basement refinished, he's your man. Give him a call. 630-956-1800. Tell him Zen Parenting sent you and that Zen Parenting loves you. <laughs> we do love you. Yes. Um, so speaking of love. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Nice little segue. That's you know right. what's coming up. This month is Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I still... February 14th. I'll tell you a quick story about Valentine's Day. Up until like three years ago, I thought Valentine's Day was the second Tuesday of February. He was mixing it up with Thanksgiving, <laughs> which is always like the, whatever Thursday of the month. Right. I don't even know. Yes. But you... I, I thought for sure growing up that Valentine's Day was always on Tuesdays. I, which cracks me up because that is that is exactly how we are with holidays, mm-hmm. which is what I wanted to talk about, is that we, Todd and I... And this is, I, I take pride in this. This isn't a bad thing. We don't know much about these holidays, like these sweetest days, Valentine's yeah. Days. Well, sweetest days made up. Well, it's a, it's a Hallmark it's holiday. It's a Hallmark holiday. Yes. But many people, many couples love sweetest day. And I know a lot of um, wives and mothers who really would appreciate being recognized on sweetest day. And I'm not judging that. I'm just saying that Todd and I don't really have a lot of, we don't do a lot of that. No. And even our, our anniversary, um, our anniversary is kind of a joke because we got married and then um, I got pregnant with JC like three months later. Right. And so our first anniversary, I was not even even aware that what day of the week it was. Yeah, because JC was born on March 31st, yeah. and our anniversary was it's a week April later, 6th, yeah. so you couldn't really do a whole lot. No, and that kind of set a precedent for our anniversary. Not that we don't acknowledge it, but we just don't do much. It's really not that um, we don't make it into a huge production. No, we don't make any of these holidays into a big production. Well, and I think for anniversaries, there's like for gifts for every year, like they have all these different... Like paper yeah, and paper. silver. So I'm all good for like the early ones, paper, because that's easy. I so give you just you, give me a card. I'll give you a piece of paper. Todd makes our cards in the basement. Like yeah. if some, if it's someone's birthday... AmericanGreetings.com. That way I don't spend five bucks at Walgreens for a silly... Stupid. And I like to card. go look at cards and pick out a real card, but Todd says, No, no, don't worry, I'll make them a card. I, yeah, and my <laughs> nickname with my friends is called Thrifty McSaves a Lot. <laughs> and I'm not going to call myself frugal, I'm going to call myself cheap because that's what I am. But I he will is. say, like, I don't, like, I always tip 15 to 20% for waiters and waitresses. There's certain things I'm cheap with. Yes, you are not cheap with all things. Right. That is true. I, I pick my things, like, lights on in a room that we're not using drives me a little crazy. I know. I'm getting better at turning off the lights, and the girls are getting a little better at turning off the lights. Very slowly getting better. Right. Well, because we are not on the same page with those things. Not that I like to waste money with the lights on, but I just don't see it the way you do. I don't... I'm not freaked out if I come upstairs and I haven't turned the light off. I just got upstairs. Yeah, I freak out. I know you do. I start chucking stuff around, (laughs) breaking windows. Can we go back to the the greeting cards and how you make them in the basement? The reason I bring that up is that's an example of Todd and I giving cards like... 
um, when I used to write like really long things in your cards right. and you would give me a card and write, I love you. And then make a little man who yeah. was made out of a box. It's my box man. <laughs> He's my box figure man. And I've been making that guy since like fourth grade and he has served me well and I'm going to keep on doing it. And that. you know, I love your box man, but it would just crack me up when I opened my card and I had written this like really long thing to you. Again, words person. If you, we did love languages last couple weeks ago right? and I love words. And so I'm writing to Todd, you know, this is what you mean to me. And took me forever to pick out this card and you know this is exactly about our relationship and Todd would pick out a funny card with like Yoda on the front mm-hmm. and then write I love you and, and draw a box man well and there's uh, only three things in this world I can draw and the, my box men are one thing and then I'm really good at drawing the Van Halen uh, logo oh yeah yeah I'm I know I'm really the good Halen at the logo. Van Halen and like then Van Halen. Jughead Jones who is uh, from Archie Comic Digest I'm yeah. pretty good at drawing Jughead Van Halen and my box men. So for my birthday, I should expect one of those pictures of my card. And then the other thing I used to do, but I think I did it with my mom more than with you. I would sign "Love Todd Adams" <laughs> just to drive, just to drive her crazy. Have I done that for you? Or no? Um, no, you haven't done no. that for me, but that She'd would make me laugh. Well, I was used to writing my last name because I was in school all the you time. You were practicing it. Yeah, I was just practicing my name. You should have written Todd Jason Adams. That's right. You should have written your full name. But going back to the cards and why I brought that up is I'm kind of making fun with of Todd with the cards and, you know, I do make light of that. But part of the reason I do not, this is my belief system with you and I, the reason that we don't make a very big deal out of holidays is I think you and I do a nice job making sure that every day or every other or once a week, whatever, it just depends on what's going on in our lives, we are telling each other how we feel about each other right. and we are making dates a priority. Yep. We are, we try and go on a date every Monday night. We have a wonderful babysitter and we go to a yoga class and then we go eat or sometimes we do something else. And that's been going on for, I think, the last two years. Like, I mean, not that we, we miss plenty, but for the most part, every Monday night, you and I have a standing date. We do. And we're only gone for an hour or two. It's not a big deal. And the thing is, if we, if we don't make that a priority and we don't have a scheduled babysitter and we just kind of say to ourselves, oh, we'll just make sure we go out on dates. We don't. It never happens. Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. So you need to put it on the calendar and just make it happen because if you just think it'll organically happen, it doesn't because you get caught up with the other 99 million things that we do. And let me say something to that because when I bring this up at presentations that I do, the moms will say to me, and I, I'm saying moms because there's not usually a lot of dads at my presentations. I'd love to have you dads if you'd come, but I, I have a lot of moms. And they will say, well, we have a budget. We don't have a budget for those kind of date nights. And I do understand that and respect that. And I believe that that's probably truth, you know, when you're really making the budget. But you're budgeting for other things. Like I know, for example, um, you know, I'm selling out all my friends who get their hair colored and everything now. But, you know, we pay a lot of money to cut our hair and color our hair. And sometimes we get manicures or sometimes we... I, I have a... Um, a um, What's it called? A um, I'm drawing a blank. I don't know where you're going, so I, I can't help you. Well, there's a correspondence between the amount of women, the amount of money that women spend on their hair, oh. and the amount of money that guys lose at the casino. Oh, that's that's nice. A, what's, I can't think of the word either. A I was gonna say, connection between? Yeah, there's a connection between the two. Um, so 
I just can't imagine. I just can't. When you tell me how much it costs, because you do it rarely. Yeah, but you I, have dark I, get, hair. I get highlights every once in a while, but I, my friends who are blonde have to do it a lot more. Oh, my God. I know. It's like thousands of dollars know, a year. I know. I know. And and I have nothing against getting our hair done, you guys. I'm not saying don't do it because it makes me feel good. And as my stylist always says, you wear your hair every day. And, you know, it. but what I'm saying is there, hair is just one example. There are things we budget for, you know, our cable and our, um, what are other things that we budget for that we may not need? Um, you know, um, need per yeah, se, the, the doodads, our coffee that we get every day, whatever yeah, it may, you know, going out to eat, and we budget for those things. But then we say, but we don't have enough money to go out on a date, mm. and or we don't have enough money for the sitter. And I, I get, I believe you're being honest about your budget, but then we got to, then we got to reshape our budget, you guys, because the most important thing, again, in my belief system, professionally and personally, is relationships. The most important thing going on in your life is your relationship with your significant other, if you are living with a significant other, and your children. Right. And that that is where we need to do the most work, put um, a little bit of time and money, not even a little bit. We need to put time and money there and not do it on the doodads. Well, and it's important for you and I to remember what it was like to be together without children. Yeah. And it's, you get so bogged down with the amount of responsibilities you have when you have children. It's important that we share a connection outside of our daughters. Exactly. And, you know, again, people will say to me, um, you know, Kathy, you have no idea how busy I am. You have no idea how tired I am. And, and I do because I live that life too a lot. And, and I know how it is, especially when you have really little ones who are waking you up in the middle of the night and you're, you're just sleep deprived. But that gives me more, um, you know, that makes me want to influence you more to take time for yourself and to make date nights because you need to fill yourself up. You need, don't keep depleting, depleting and then saying, you know, I don't have time for my relationships. I don't have time to go out on a date. Those are the kind of things that will help you through certain nights. Those are the kind of things that will um, make it easier for your, you and your significant other to work as a team because you're actually spending time together and you're getting, and you know, I just like the point that you just made. Um, I fell in love with you because of you and I really liked you and enjoyed spending time with you. And I want to remember that relationship. Right. I want to hold on to that part right. of our relationship or else we're just going to be roommates. I know. And that's no good. So, and then as far as the date goes, it doesn't have to be a huge production. No. It could be me and you going to Chipotle, eating my yummy chicken burrito. Or my veggie bowl. And your veggie bowl with the dressing, which is so yes. yummy. Yes, and we got to give a shout out to Chris Lozier for the dressing because yeah. he's the one who told us about the dressing at Chipotle. If you like Chipotle, and Chipotle has not yet answered my questions about sponsoring them, about them sponsoring Oh, yeah, us. they should sponsor because yes. we'll talk about you. We eat there like twice There's a, a week. dressing that is kind of hidden in the back and you should it's get It's for it. the salads. Yeah. And if you don't know order a salad you don't know about their dressing but if and anyway it's free it's yeah you just the say guacamole costs like a buck fifty i know this is thrifty mcsaves a lot I talking know. to you todd knows the, how much everything the, costs the dressing is free so but um, going back to that's sometimes our date we go get a burrito right and we sit there and we talk and have you ever seen the everybody loves raymond where um raymond and his wife whatever her name is um they decide go <laughs> they go to dinner but they decide that they can't um they're not going to talk about anything children related and they sit there and they just kind of stare at each other. And they, they have, have nothing, nothing to, say. to say. And um, I just think it's a hilarious episode. And it's kind of weird how you kind of forget your who you were before you had kids. And maybe a date is a small way of remembering who you were before having children. Because you just 
kind of think, oh, I'm a father, I'm a worker, and that's all I am, and it's not. You're you're a husband, and you have a lot of other interests. And in order for us to continue to fill up our emotional tank is keep doing stuff that's fun that is outside this is self-care stuff yeah and to keep make your relationship a priority i mean to make you know because again you know i keep going back to this because i know there are certain people listening to this going you don't understand we don't have time i do understand but then i want you to sit down and figure out you got to do a little paradigm shift and say okay i'm making time for this i'm making time for this how do i make this a priority how do i make sure well i'll say something okay you said you do understand i don't understand whenever anybody says they don't have time i think that is such a cop out well because basically what they're saying and you know i don't want to speak above everybody are you putting your judgment hat on again uh, i'm putting my judgment hat okay. on because i like to do that every I other know. episode yes um it, instead of saying I don't have time, basically what they're saying is my priorities are different than what what we're you're saying about. they should be. Right. So you're saying not that you don't have time, but I don't want to do this as badly as I want to watch Monday Night Football on the couch by myself, or or going somewhere for work that you can do that you don't absolutely have to do. There's there's plenty of space. There's 24 hours in the day. Right. There's seven days in the week. There's so much time. And all you need to do is prioritize where you want it to, to be. And one of the things that you and I decided a long time ago was for us to continue to grow together. Right. And that has to happen outside of our three daughters. Right. And the way we do that is to go on dates every every Monday. Or the way we do that is we go away for a weekend without the girls right. and Which my is mom. maybe once a year or twice a year, but it's still we do it. We have we to make do it, it priority. because you, it's because as the years pass, I think it'll be harder and harder to remember who you are instead of being a father. Exactly. Or a mother. So. Exactly. Well, and you're like, you help me remember those things, mm -hmm. you know, not only about our relationship, but about me personally. Mm -hmm. You know, when you and I get to talking and laughing and I get to talking about the things that I'm interested in. And, you, you know, remember the show where we talked about um, uh, a few weeks ago about I want to sit down with you and help have you help me with my goals. Yes. And, you know, it, that night wasn't a good night to ask you to do it. And it didn't, it doesn't always work out where you want to help me with my goals. But sometimes we go out and you, we spend a lot of time talking about where I'm going. What am I doing next? Mm -hmm. You know, or what you're doing next. Or, right. you know, it's, it's about establishing a relationship with each other, but a partnership in helping each other too. And sometimes it has to do with our parenting. A lot of times it does. We're right. talking about what to do with the girls because that's important time too. You want to make sure you set aside time to talk about where your family is going. But a lot of times it's just about us. Like I want to enjoy life. Yeah. I, I know that sounds so simplistic and over, over said. People say it all the time, enjoy life. But what does that mean? You know, it means do things you want to do. Yes. And quit you know, doing things you don't want to do. Or things that you feel like you have to do. So, um, yeah, and it's funny. Like, if anybody didn't know who we were, they'd be like, man, why do these two people even have kids? They're really <laughs> kind of cramping their style. I mean, we. I love being a dad. You love being oh, a dad. Oh, I mom. love it. Um, but if that is all who we are, then that is a sad, sad thing. Well, and as we've mentioned a few times, it's not good for the girls. Right. If my, like, you know, this morning, um, there was a few things that um, I was doing with the girls. One of my daughters is like, show me how to knit a hat. And that lasted 10 minutes. And then I was doing yoga, and my youngest daughter started doing yoga with me and going underneath me and, you know, trying to lift up my hands, which can be somewhat annoying, but also cute simultaneously. Right. And so I am kind of going through, 
my regular life, you know, knitting a hat here, doing yoga, going out with you, and they're watching it and they're having experiences by watching me enjoy my life. Right. Instead of me focusing all my energy on how do I entertain my kids, right. how do I make sure that they are happy, you know, doing this or that, I just go on with my life. Yeah. And they learn by watching me. Right. Instead of what you're saying. Instead of by what I'm saying or what I'm doing for them, I'm, you know, doing stff for me mm-hmm. and and you know there's part of my day that it, I have to do things for them I also had to make their breakfast and I had to get them dressed and do their hair so a lot of my energy goes toward them but the way that I'm able to do that without being kind of a impatient you know freak mm-hmm. about it right. is I have to do those other things for myself and sometimes they even say girls I'm gonna do yoga in here and I need a little more quiet and so you can either sit in here quietly or go somewhere else and And I don't feel bad about that right that's that's really important time for me so today you had you did knitting and you did yoga yeah. you did two self-care things that's pretty good and you not that you knit in the mornings but you know today's kind of an oddball day but uh, you do yoga every day and the girls yeah. see you do that they do. and that's self-care and and they don't necessarily love yoga for themselves no. I mean they they kind of play around with it every once in a while but I You know I don't care if they take up yoga I just want them to see me doing something I love well, and I play basketball in the mornings you know I get home from basketball at like 7 15 and yeah. they know that I'm doing I'm having fun with my friends right. playing basketball right. so in other words if we just dedicate every ounce of our energy to accommodating yeah our children um, that's just not a very healthy mix well it's not good for them and it's not good for us mm-hmm. I mean there's you know that it just basically comes down to that and let's go back to us going on dates okay okay so um I You know a lot of parents feel guilty about why well, I don't want to leave my kids um, you know I don't want to go out on a date because you know in some um, parents work full-time so sure. they've been gone all day and right. maybe they're getting home and they're like oh I don't want to go back out again but you also want to demonstrate for your children what a healthy relationship is right and that going out on a date and coming back kind of light-hearted about it or having stories about our dates mm-hmm. shows them what people in a healthy relationship do right and And because they see enough of our disagreements or sure. our challenges you yep. know throughout the day you know that we also want to show them yeah those things happen that's normal but we also go out on dates and we enjoy each other and we laugh and mm-hmm. you know we go to a movie and we have our own life too yep, absolutely and they um, you know like you said they'll learn from that and they'll see what a healthy relationship is I mean I've said it at, at one of our earlier shows but you know it's just it's not about what you say to your kids it's what you're showing them they they learn by watching you live they learn by watching you live even if you told them your words were saying completely opposite things mm-hmm. they learn by watching you and that's what they integrate into who they are right. and there's and when I say that also you have to you know you're making mistakes in front of them and having challenges they need to know that that's a normal part of life you don't want your children going through life thinking they're supposed to be perfect mm-hmm. you want to you're demonstrating Show your full range of emotions and that's something I've been working on without getting into a therapy session but I desperately want to show my full range of emotions in front of my daughters and in front of you and uh, that's something I'm working on and I have an your range is, is a little limited I, yeah I got, I got some numbness <laughs> is that a bad word numbness. No, it's not bad I mean I don't get too low and I don't get too high I'm kind of right in there in the middle and that's not real that's not human so I'm trying to bring well like remember the big thing you said the other day when um, about how you're like well I don't want to get angry because anger would show that I'm out of control right and we were like whoa that's that's so But not true why is that so not true If you're angry you are out of control aren't you anger is an emotion 
I know. If you and get out, out of control, control emotions. But you're making those synonymous, and they're not. You right. can be angry and not be out of control. Right. You know, I think you've seen me angry before where I'm really frustrated about something. And, and sometimes this is this gets back to where you think you're supposed to solve it for me or right. make it better. Right. Like sometimes you call and I say, okay, here's what's going on. Right. Here's why I'm struggling. I'm very upset. And you will try and talk me down from it. You don't need to talk me down. Right. Just the language we use with each other is hold the space for it, right. meaning just allow me to have that emotion. Right. It's not your fault. I'm not blaming you, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm angry. And getting out of control, I think, happens when you don't release it. And I'm talking about kids and adults here. If you don't release how you're it's feeling... It's going to come out some other way. And it may be a little bit out of control. Right. It may be where you throw something or kick something or punch your hand through a wall. That's out of control. Right. Let the emotions out. And, you know, we kind of get started with this just letting... You know, there's... You know, I think every kid, when... Every kid growing up, they think their parents, for a short time, maybe it's five years, maybe it's six years, maybe it's three years, doesn't matter. They think their parents are perfect. And then one day they figure out their parents... They're human. Are, yeah, they're mm-hmm. just two schmucks yeah. trying to schmucks. do... They, well, maybe they're not schmucks. Well, I, I say that term affectionately, but every parent... They're two human beings. Two human beings trying to do the best that they can. And yeah. our, everybody has parents and... They're all, they all did the best job that they could. With what they had. Right. And, yep. you know, because even when I put my judgment hat on a few weeks ago and I talked about some crazy parenting skills that I saw demonstrated. Or at, lack of skills, or, yeah. At Walmart or whatever, you know, this poor little three-year-old kid is just getting screamed at for doing nothing because this mom has some anger issues. You know, it's easy for me to say, man, that lady's crazy or whatever. But you know what? She's doing the best she can. She's She doesn't have the tools. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe if nothing else, this show will help people who may not have certain tools. And, you know, we, we do our own share of um, therapy and we have yes, our own do. coach. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we feel like we do a good job, but we can always... There's um, always room for improvement. Always room for improvement. Always. And, you know, I think it's important that our listeners know that we've we've had our own parent coach. Yes. And, Absolutely. Um, you know, there's no shame in that. And the, the woman who was our parent coach for a long, long time meant a ton to us. And, we, well, and I still work with her. And you still work with her. And I've gone in a different direction, kind of going, learning in, uh, in different ways that, that I otherwise wouldn't. But... Um, you know, there's there's nothing, there's no shame in asking for help, and maybe this show, if nothing else, is a tool or a vehicle to have some awarenesses you otherwise wouldn't have. Well, and that's the thing is, I mean, it to me it's interesting because at certain parts of my life I was like, okay, I have this information, I know now, you know, I um, I'm I got my master's in social work, so now I know these things, and you know, that's such a joke now for me to look back on. You know, you you constantly are learning and it's got actually it's got nothing to do with degrees or anything it's just life learning right. and even when you you know you get you you get to new you know places new base camps where you're like okay this is a good place i've got a lot of information but you've got to keep climbing and keep learning and sometimes you learn through the mistakes you make and sometimes you learn um, through watching other people and sometimes you learn just because you're learning more about yourself but that's we we don't just stop right we don't just say okay now i have my parenting skills and move on because guess what our children change mm-hmm. they grow new problems show up new problems and we grow and change you know like part yeah. of us as a couple um 
you know, you and I, you know, we get along well and I enjoy being with you and that's great, but we always have to keep working on that because... Well, last week we had our little um, tough week because I was sick and and all that. And And if we didn't talk about that, you know, we we talked about it at home and we also talked about it on the show, but if I wasn't honest about how I felt about that Mm -hmm. and you weren't available to talk to me about it, meaning you shut down and say, oh, just deal with it, then we'd, that would just, we'd store that somewhere. And it would build and build and build until... Become a resentment. Right. And then all of a sudden there's an explosion in the house and, uh, you know, an emotional explosion from one or the other and it's not good. So, yeah. And we'd start yelling at each other about things that happened 10 months ago or two weeks ago instead of focusing on what's happening there in the moment. And, you know, so going back, bringing this back to what we were saying about, you know, Valentine's Day coming up and all these holidays, instead of waiting for a holiday Mm -hmm. to share how you feel about someone and to bring home the flowers and to say, okay, now let's take time for each other. The holidays are great reminders, but can we do that throughout the year? Can we make that a priority every week? Mm -hmm. Um, Can we every day smile at each other? Can we, and you know, I know you might be rolling your eyes right now, you know, when I'm saying these things, but why isn't that our priority? And you know, what I always try to remind myself, and I think it was Covey who coined the term emotional bank account, or maybe it wasn't Stephen Covey who wrote seven habits of highly effective people, and we all have an emotional bank account, and the idea is to make deposits into um, your bank account, your emotional bank account with your partner. And all your loved ones, your children, too. And if all you're doing is making withdrawals, then obviously things are not going to be going very well. So what's a deposit? A deposit is me taking you out to dinner. Uh, A deposit is me rubbing your feet. A deposit is... You listening to me. It can be so simple. It doesn't have to be stuff like that. It's you listening and taking time for me. It's you giving me a hug in the morning when I wake up. Right. And a withdrawal would be, hey, I'm going to the Bears game. I'm out of commission for the for whole... six days. Well, for one day or six <laughs> days or somewhere in between. It ended up being six days, yeah. So, um... That was know. a withdrawal. But you know what? Todd, um, give you credit here right now. Yeah, you please make, give me some credit. I will give you some credit. You make enough deposits... Mm-hmm that I don't feel that your bank account is empty right. or my bank account with you is not empty. You make a lot of deposits. So when you make a big withdrawal like that where mm-hmm. you go to a game and drink and you end up getting sick and you're traveling for days and I'm completely on my own, I still get frustrated about it. Right. I still need to talk to you about it. Right. But I am not at my wit's end with you right. because you make enough emotional uh, deposits you mm-hmm. make to you know the emotional bank account that I'm, I'm like, okay, I can handle this. Now, if you did that kind of thing all the time that and you never made deposits, I would be dry. Yeah. I would have nothing. Withdrawal, withdrawal, withdrawal. Right. And that's when things get... Checks would be bouncing. Checks would be bouncing (laughs) and we'd be yelling at each other and it wouldn't be a good thing. And if two parents are yelling at each other all the time... You're not teaching your kids a whole lot about healthy relationships. Well, and this emotional bank account is with our kids, too, because Mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't understand, and this is especially true with uh, parents who have older children or children in that tween stage, where our children just like, you know, we say something and their their response back to us is like, "Ah!" you know, they they are always at their wit's end with us. And maybe it's because we're making more withdrawals than we're making deposits. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're not telling them enough that they are doing, and it's not just about saying you're doing a good job but really trusting them and allowing or listening to them or allowing them to tell us what's going on without judging what they're doing and constantly teaching them. Just listening to our kids is a huge emotional deposit. Well, and I think that they're, like I'm picturing a teenager who just cannot stand their parents. You know, every teenager kind of has that phase or whatever. That angst, yeah. But I feel like that's more about 
you know, I hear stories about parents saying that their kids, when they're at school, when they're with other parents, they're so nice and so chippy, you know, so chipper. so chipper. And then when they get home, they just put on this sour face. Yeah, they unload. And I think that is because they can, because they know that they're loved unconditionally in a household because they're in a safe this is true with kids who are like really young babies um all the way through being in their teen years they feel safe and unconditionally loved by you so they let loose um when you're around like for example um a lot of friends and people i've worked with who take their children to daycare during the day and the daycare workers will say oh they were so great they're so great with us they're so wonderful and then you pick them up and they lose it right right when you get there because they stored it all up and they can lose it with you Right. Because they know that you're, that's a safe place to lose it. And maybe a lot of things happen during the day. They wanted to lose it, but they didn't feel comfortable losing it with the daycare workers. So they save it up for you. Right. So in a weird way, it's kind of a show of love, even though it's not easy to deal with. Yeah. As um, a parent, you probably spin your wheels and get pretty frustrated at exactly. that. Exactly. So and, we got that to look forward to. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. Can't wait for those tween and teen years. But actually, it's going to be an interesting challenge for us because there's a lot of universal principles that we believe in and to keep applying those as they get older. And my belief is that it will not keep us from having challenges. Mm -hmm. They're inevitable. But I think the things that we believe in as far as allowing our children to share their feelings and standing back and... Um, having room for communication and help, you know, not judging them and their decisions. I think those things will be helpful when they're teens. That's my hope, at least. Absolutely. You know, I'm with you. We're on our way. So, um, anything else you want to talk about as far as Valentine's Day, or do you think we covered? Well, it? just you know, happy Valentine's Day and enjoy your time together, and hopefully you take some time together. But also make the rest of the year kind of a Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, don't just save it up for a holiday. Don't just bring home flowers for sweetest day. Don't just do it for birthdays and anniversaries. Be you know, you know, what's the word I'm looking for where you're spontaneous and you're not so predictable and, um, enjoy each other all the time because that's, I, my belief system is relationships is what life is all about. And, um, that's where we want to put our energy and our money. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, um, a few things, uh, my book, the self-aware parent, 19 lessons for growing with your children. It's available on my website. It's also, um, available on Amazon. It's the one with the daisy on it. Yeah. It's a big daisy. Um, and, uh, it's a short book. It's easy to read and I love getting feedback about it. So please get it. I also have an article in Chicago parent magazine this month. Um, titled Enough is Enough about how to, you know, say no without guilt. Um, so pick up the, Feb- the February issue. And I also have a blog column at Chicago Parent. Um, so you can check that out. I write something every other week. And also, if your group, um, your organization, your book club, your group of friends in your neighborhood um, want to get together and with some wine and have me come over and we'll have a discussion about some of these things we talk about. Um, we can talk about your children. We can talk about relationships, parenting, you know, being confident, taking care of you. I would love to facilitate those kind of discussions in your home where you're comfortable. So email me and um, maybe I can join your group and, and have that you, discussion. you have one of those discussions coming up, right? I do, and we're going to talk about um, talking to our daughters about their sexuality. Which... So it's going to be a really great conversation with a group of women in their home. And like I said, you know, be with each other and have your wine and be comfortable because right. these are deep things to talk about, and um, I want to make the discussion open and easy. So. All right, and I'll talk about our partner, Jeremy Kraft at Avid Company. Uh, if you are looking to redo your kitchen or redo your basement or paint your house, interior, uh, he's your man. If you live in the Chicagoland area, call him up. His number is 630-956-1800. I'm going to say that again, 630-956-1800. His website is avidcompany.net, A-V-I-D-C-O.net. 
give him a call and uh, tell him Zen Parenting uh, sent you and Zen Parenting loves you. So uh, this is Todd Adams saying that is no moon. It's a space station. (laughs) This is Kathy Adams. Have a great week. Have a great week. Bye-bye.